What is up, everybody? I am Milan Jordan. Welcome to the MMA Daily Blitz, part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast. Also, check out our YouTube page, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200 and bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid, BetUS.com. I was out of some news uh, outside the cage, and it's been a while since we spoke, but uh, some big news. Uh, one of the legends of mixed martial arts uh, called it a career. Jose Aldo retired from the from MMA. Uh, his legendary career has come to an end. The two-time UFC featherweight champ and former WEC champ announced his retirement from MMA competition after an 18-year career. Uh, he had a career record of 31-8. and eight. Uh, widely regarded as the greatest featherweight fighter of all time and even one of the top pound-for-pound -pound fighters ever. Uh, Aldo won 25 of his first 26 pro bouts with numerous highlight reel knockouts, dominant decisions. Uh, Aldo made his pro MMA debut way back in August 2004. Uh, he went 10-1 to begin his career before signing with the World Extreme Cage Fighting Promotion, the WEC, in 2008. Uh, all those dominance continued uh, by winning his first six WEC fights by knockout, the last of which was a second-round TKO of Mike Brown to win the WEC featherweight title at just 23 years old. Uh, Aldo successfully defended that title twice uh, before making the move to the UFC as part of the company merger in 2010 when uh, the UFC bought the WEC. Uh, immediately, uh, Aldo was promoted to the status of the inaugural UFC featherweight champion. Uh, remember, before this, uh, the UFC's lightest weight was at 155 pounds. Uh, the WEC had 145 and 135 pound fighters. Uh, and then you had you know, the likes of like Uriah Faber, Jose Aldo, Dominic Cruz, uh, Cowboy Cerrone originally started from there as well. Uh, a lot of those guys, they got merged over to the UFC when uh, the UFC bought the WEC. Uh, they merged. And then now uh, Jose Aldo is one of the really forefathers of the lighter weight classes that helped uh, spark interest and, and gain popularity uh, in the UFC. Uh, so when Aldo uh, was the inaugural UFC featherweight champion in 2010, uh, he successfully defended that title seven straight times. It's still a UFC record uh, before losing it to Conor McGregor at UFC 194. Of course, that fight took just 13 seconds and one of the more memorable moments in UFC and even MMA history. But you would think that would be maybe what his, his he would be known for, Jose Aldo. But no, it wasn't. He just kept on going, kept on trucking. He would eventually win an, win an interim title uh, that was eventually promoted to undisputed uh, featherweight chat, uh, title uh, in Conor McGregor's absence at UFC 200. Remember, Conor McGregor, uh, he won. He beat Jose Aldo for the uh, featherweight title. He also beat Eddie Alvarez uh, for the lightweight title, become the first champ champ in UFC history. But uh, Conor McGregor defended those belts as often as you and I did, zero times. Uh, so then he, that's when he got stripped of the 145-pound uh, belt, and uh, Aldo eventually won that back. All right, and so in 2019, fast forward to that, Jose Aldo uh, dropped down to 
the Bantamweight division, 135 pounds. Uh, he soon found himself in a vacant title bout after losing a hotly contested split decision to Mullen Marias. Uh, Aldo lost to Petter Jan by a fifth-round TKO at UFC 251. Uh, but Jose Aldo, much like he has throughout his career, uh, he didn't taste defeat a whole lot of times, but when he did, he would rebound. Uh, Jose Aldo rebounded from that loss with uh, straight with consecutive wins over top-ranked fighters Marlon Vera, Pedro Munoz, and Rob Font. Uh, Jose Aldo is perhaps on track for another title shot had he beaten Rob uh, Zvadashvili at UFC 278 last month, but uh, wasn't meant to be. Uh, Zvadashvili ended up winning that fight by unanimous decision, and he claimed after the fight that Jose Aldo told him that uh, he was calling it a career, but Aldo made it official last week. And, and look, I mentioned Jose Aldo, one of the absolute legends in MMA history. He beat a who's who at 145 pounds. Names like Frankie Edgar, Uriah Faber, Cub Swanson, Ricardo Lamas, Kenny Florian, and Chad Mendez. Uh, and, you know, when Aldo re uh, announced his retirement last week, uh, his management team was also able to negotiate a release from his UFC contract as well, with just with one fight remaining. Uh, so this means that Jose Aldo is free to pursue uh, what a lot of people speculated could be in a, a move to boxing or some other combat sports opportunities. But again, Jose Aldo calling it a career, uh, one of the absolute legends of the game, arguably the, one of the top 10 fighters of all time in MMA history, uh, regardless of weight classes. And, and you think about what he did for the uh, lighter weight classes uh, and really uh, bringing that to popularity and, and, and inspiring a lot of fighters that we see today. All right, I mentioned uh, one legend retired. Well, another uh, MMA legend, Eddie Alvarez, uh, he had been fighting for one championship. Uh, however, uh, Eddie Alvarez and one championship, they decided to part ways after four fights. Uh, they agreed to an early release to his contract, uh, though it's clear, unclear. We don't know how many fights he had left on his deal, but a few months back, Eddie Alvarez was in attendance for the press conference in Los Angeles that uh, they announced a joint partnership between uh, one and Amazon Prime. And at the time, it sounded like, you know, Eddie Alvarez one was going to be part of the organization for the foreseeable future. Uh, he said at that press conference that his goal was always win to be the Triple Crown, meaning his dream to win titles in three different promotions. Uh, but, you know, things didn't go as planned for Eddie Alvarez during his tenure with one. Uh, he went one and two with one no contest in the promotion while competing at lightweight which for 1FC is 170 pounds, which uh, they have their fighters uh, fight at close to what their walking weight is so they don't sap a lot of energy and it's healthier for the fighters uh, as opposed to cutting weight. Uh, but for the Underground King, his lone victory was a first-round submission against uh, Eduard Folayang in August of 2019. Uh, and the Philly native, he hasn't competed since April 2021. Uh, but in a statement confirming his departure, Eddie Alvarez stated, I am no longer with one. We parted ways amicably, and I remain on good terms with the one team. I'm officially a free agent and ready to hunt, end quote. Uh, the 38-year-old Alvarez owns a 30-and-8 career mark uh, with championship reigns in the UFC and Bellator. Uh, for the underground king, his wins include uh, the likes of Justin Gaethje, Rafael Dos Anjos, Anthony Showtime Pettis, Gilbert Melendez, Michael Chandler, uh, who he and Eddie Alvarez took part in a one of the greatest trilogies in MMA history. Uh, Eddie Alvarez also has wins over Petruki Pitbull and Shinya Aoki. What's next for Eddie Alvarez? Who knows? He's 38 years old and 
even though he didn't have success at, at one fighting championship. Remember, before this, he always fought at 155. I think that's his more natural fighting weight, even though he walks around at 170 and, and, and a little higher. Uh, so but who will, who will he fight for at 155? We shall see. Is it going to be the UFC? I would be surprised personally. It, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes back to Bellator. Uh, I think that's something that Scott Corker would definitely be open to. And Eddie Alvarez, arguably one of the legends in Bellator history, uh, maybe make his triumphant return to Bellator and uh, uh, sail off into the sunset with uh, Bellator, where everything really began for him uh, on a national level. But uh, national level, uh, but we shall see. Speaking of Bellator, the Bellator cage was in action last weekend in Dublin, Ireland, with Bellator 285 in the main event. Another former WEC and UFC champion, Benson Henderson. Uh, he he was in the main event. He won for the second straight time, defeating Peter Queeley by unanimous decision. Uh, Benson Henderson uh, dominated early and often, doing a good job of controlling distance, keeping Queeley at bay. Uh, the former WEC and UFC champion uh, was more physically aggressive, uh, it's something that we haven't seen for a while. It looked like the old Benson Smooth Henderson. Uh, the win gave Henderson uh, consecutive victories for the first time since 2019. And like Eddie Alvarez, Benson Henderson is 38 years old. He recently signed a new four-fight contract with Bellator, and he feels he's on track for a title shot for the Bellator lightweight crown. Meanwhile, uh, for Queeley, he suffered consecutive losses for the first time in his career. Uh, he hasn't earned a win since May of 2021. Uh, in fact, for Queeley, six of his seven career losses have come by decision, much like this fight against Benson Henderson. All right, in the co-main event, another former UFC fighter, the Soldier of God, Yoel Romero, improved to 2-1 and one inside the Bellator cage with a ground-and-pound knockout of Melvin Manhoof at 334 of the third round in a light heavyweight fight. Uh, 13, of 15, uh, 13 of Romero's 15 career wins have been by knockout. And he's doing it at the ripe old age of 45 years old. Uh, Romero was an Olympic silver medalist wrestler for Cuba back, back in the day, but he really hasn't utilized much wrestling in his MMA career. But against Manhoof, he certainly utilized it, uh, violently taking Manhoof to the ground and continued to dominate in violent fashion to finish the fight. Uh, after the fight, and you've seen videos all over uh, social media and all over the internet where Romero just it looked kind of scary, to be honest with you. He just barked and screamed it to the camera and says he wants to go back to 185, but uh, he's finding success at 205. Look, Yoel Romero, he's a physical specimen. He's a huge metal weight, and he's still big at 205. Uh, so personally, I think he's better off staying at 205. He uh, doesn't have to worry about having uh, as much of a, you know, less of a weight cut, less brutal of a weight cut that will sap his energy come fight night because those last three fights at 185, let's be honest. I mean, you cut that much weight, and then you, know, you it takes time to recover, and he has like 24 hours of recover and still kind of didn't look like the dominant Yoel Romero that we saw back in his uh, 20s and 30s. So uh, I think his size and his strength are still better utilized for him at 205. Again, still has a lot of power. Still is uh, one of the bigger guys at 205. Uh, meanwhile, for Melvin Manhoof, uh, he retired from MMA after 28 years as a pro after this fight. Uh, in addition to Bellator, the 46-year-old Dutch knockout artist fought for Strikeforce, one championship, Dream, and K1. Uh, his career began way back in 1995. Uh, he finishes his 28-year uh, career with a record of 32-16-1. and one. 
Looking at the rest of the main card for Bellator 285, uh, Leah McCourt defeated Diana Silva by unanimous decision. Uh, her six victories in the Bellator women's featherweight competition are third most in divisional history behind Julia Budd with nine and Arlene Blenko with eights. Again, Leah McCourt, her sixth win in the Bellator women's featherweight division. Elsewhere, Pedro Carvalho defeated Mods Burnell by unanimous decision and Syrian Clark defeated Rafael Hudson by submission via rear naked choke at 250 of round number three. And not much of a break for Bellator. Uh, Bellator is right back at it this weekend with Bellator 286 in Long Beach, California. Uh, the main event features featherweight champion Patricio Pitbull putting his belt on the line against Adam Forex. Uh, the rest of the, of the main card looks like this. A.J. McKee taking on Spark Carlisle. Uh, Phenom Aaron Pico will battle Jeremy Kennedy. And Juan Archuleta will take on Enrique Barzola. Uh, the UFC... Uh, is back in action this weekend as well uh, with a fight night at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas on Saturday. The main event is a women's strawweight matchup between Mackenzie Dern and Yan Xiaonan. Uh, that should be a good fight, uh, some good grappling and striking in, in, uh, in that uh, fight for sure. The co-main event originally was Cody Garbrandt taking on Ronnie Yaya, but this fight got canceled due to injuries to both fighters, so now Randy Brown and Francisco Trinaldo gets bumped to the co-main event. Uh, that's a matchup that will take place at welterweight. Uh, elsewhere in the main card, you got Heine Barcelos taking on Trevin Jones and John Castaneda taking on Daniel Santos. Mentioned one fighting championship earlier. Well, they are back in action with two events in Singapore this weekend. Uh, most notably, Angela Lee challenges Jingang Zhang for the Women's Flyweight Championship. That will main event one on Prime Video on Friday night here on Stateside. All right, so that'll do it for the MMA Daily Blitz. Hey, again, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And follow me on Twitter at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com and is part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Thank you once again for checking out the podcast. I will talk to you later.